Welcome back to Becoming Your Best Version. I am your host, Maria Leonard Olson. I'm a civil litigation attorney based in Washington, D.C. I am a podcaster, a mentor to women in recovery, a TEDx speaker, a journalist, and an author. My last book, 50 After 50, Reframing the Next Chapter of Your Life, has helped thousands of women re-evaluate their lives and refocus and uplift themselves at any age. I just happened to be a late learner and didn't get my life on track till I turned 50. My TEDx talk also covers what I talked about in the book, as well as the subject of my next book, which is about DNA discoveries and the implications of taking a consumer DNA test. You can learn more about me at MariaLeonardOlson.com. I started this podcast because my work in the realm of empowerment and midlife management has brought me in contact with a lot of inspiring people. I choose to highlight the voices of women in this arena who have inspired me and hopefully will inspire you. Today in the studio, we have Elle Russ, a number one best-selling author world-renowned thyroid health expert and thought leader on confidence and self-esteem. She has written for Entrepreneur and has been featured in Success, HuffPost, Podcasting Magazine, Mind Body Green, Prevention, and more. She's the author of Confident as F-U asterisk K and The Paleo Thyroid Solution, a book which has helped thousands of people around the world reclaim their health. She's also a TV film writer and the screenwriter of the award-winning documentary film, Headhunt Revisited. She holds a degree in philosophy from the University of California, Santa Cruz. She also has been coaching people all over the world in a variety of areas for over a decade. She is also the host of The L. Russ Show, a weekly show intended to inspire, motivate, and educate. She's been podcasting for eight years and has more than has had more than 500 guests and 20 million downloads. She offers affordable online courses and free masterclasses. Go to lrust.com to learn more. Her links, social media links are in the show notes and those are other ways to connect with her. So welcome. Thanks for having me. So you are a best-selling author and you chose to bring your messages to the world. So let's talk about first your book, Confident as F. F. So let's see, what, uh, what led you to write that book and what can readers find in that book? All right, so let's just talk about confidence. There's been many studies done. The more confident you are, the more successful you are and the happier life is. There's a lot of reasons for that. The reason I wrote the book is, and I'm sure some people listening have realized in life, sometimes you draw people to you that need what you have and vice versa. And so I noticed throughout my life that people were constantly coming to me to ask me questions like, how do I ask for this raise? There were always questions about confidence, speaking up, or how do I have a good comeback for that bully at work? Or, you know, everything had to do with them coming to me, asking me for that. Now, I'm not standing on like a, a hill, you know, like the Oracle at Delphi where I'm some supreme being. They also offered wonderful, how would I say this, 
alpha women and alpha men who are very strong and confident often have pitfalls. And that is what the lesser confident people can teach us. So what are our pitfalls? Terrible being vulnerable. We don't want to show any kind of weakness. We perceive it as a weakness. Um, we often are not as diplomatic as the people who might take a minute to think about something, even though they might be shyer. Um, also, less confident people, or let's say we might call them beta versus alpha, they also receive compliments better, they accept help better. So, you know, there's a lots of things that I learned through them, even though I was counseling them on confidence. It was a symbiotic relationship. But the, the truth about confidence and everyone needs it from the bedroom to the boardroom. I don't care if you're going to be a speaker or you want to be a model parent. Confidence, uh, a lot of people think, oh, well, you're born with it or you've always been that way or, you know, I'm just not like that. And that's really a false premise because confidence is not a fixed anchored quality within you. Confidence is literally just the sum of the thoughts you think and the actions you take. So it's never reflective of your actual capacity to succeed at something. It's actually more reflective of your belief in your ability to prevail in general at life or at a specific endeavor. So since you can change your thoughts and you can change your actions, confidence is at everyone's disposal and you can do it through self-awareness, intention, practice, perseverance, and you want it because you will be more successful and you will be happier. I agree with everything you just said. And then on another note, you wrote about the Paleothyroid Solution. Tell us what led you to write that book. So like a lot of health authors, you know, your test becomes your testimony. I was 30 years old when I suddenly got my period like every other week. And I thought, well, this is weird. And um, I went to the doctor and I didn't know anything and I didn't know better. And there really wasn't podcasts and major, you know, blogs and stuff out at the time. So uh, I followed the doctor said, well, here, we'll just give you the birth control pill. So this is the first wrong move. It's, I see a symptom. Let's patch it versus ask the question, why is a 30-year-old with perfect gynecological family health and perfect gynecological health herself bleeding all of the time? I didn't ask that question. They didn't ask that question. Anyway, long story short, I went down a rabbit hole where I suffered with over 30 of the 40 symptoms I list in my book. Um, absolutely debilitated, lost about seven years of my 30s to two bouts of hypothyroidism. The end result is that I actually became my own expert. I went to go see over two dozen endocrinologists and experts in Los Angeles, and nobody could help me. Nobody could fix me. And some of them hurt me and misdiagnosed me. So I took my health into my own hands. I became my own expert. I actually went online and got my own thyroid medication uh, from other countries. And I dosed myself back to health and it worked. And I have since uh, the, the book, The Paleo Thyroid Solution was published in 2016. We'll be coming out with a second edition of it, but it's been a bestseller all of those years. And then on the heels of that, I created the ultimate thyroid course. It is the most comprehensive thyroid course on the planet. It's about 30 hours. That's about a semester in college. It includes four hours from an MD and other expert tutorials. And I put everything I've learned in over a decade of coaching people all over the world, because the problem is the same with uninformed doctors all over the world. So the only thing, the only reason I'm here healthy and thriving and talking to you today is because I became informed about something that doctors really should know about, but they don't. And so the biggest rule that I learned, the biggest that I could share with anyone here is if you've been diagnosed with something, you better learn everything you can because you might be able to help your doctor help you and they might not know what the hell they're talking about. And unfortunately, 99% of the doctors with thyroid don't. 
they're literally steeped in 30, 40 year old outdated protocols. So uh, I shouldn't have had to do that. You know, I didn't want, I have a philosophy degree. I didn't want to understand science and stuff, but actually you don't have to. In order to understand thyroid in the way that I present it, and I feel like most of the people who've taken my course who have ever coached with me realize that I am a lay person and I'm going to describe it to you in a way that you're going to be able to understand because you need to wrap your head around it in order for you to get better and in order for you to help your doctor help you or to find a doctor who can. Now, I do have a free thyroid masterclass for everybody. You can just go to freethyroidmasterclass.com. It's a two-hour video, me laying it all out, describing the whole thing, educating you. It comes with a free thyroid guide. It comes with a free paleo guide. And it also comes with an amazing healing guided meditation. And that's all free. Um, and oh. if you decide after that, that you need to learn even more and get in there, then yeah, go ahead and take my ultimate thyroid course, which is literally less than the cost of, you know, a functional doctor. Uh, and through that course, you get discounted sessions with me. Um, if you wanted to coach with me privately for thyroid at this point, after developing the course, it's 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 a it's a steep uh, cost that I don't think a lot of people maybe would be up for. But I offer the most comprehensive learning experience plus discounted sessions with me in the Ultimate Thyroid Course. So those are the things that I have created from the book, and um, you know I'm still going strong, talking about this all over the world. Um, 200 million people in the world have a thyroid problem. 25 plus million Americans minimum are on just one thyroid hormone replacement medication and 60% are undiagnosed. I don't know the number of how many more people who are on that medication, you can be on thyroid hormone replacement and still be hypothyroid. So if you're listening and you've been on thyroid hormone replacement and you still have symptoms and you're complaining to your doctor, it's because you don't know what's up and you need to learn what's going on so you can help yourself and also you need to realize that when you solve a thyroid problem, and they're all completely solvable, is that um, you will have zero symptoms, zero. You'll have the complete elimination of symptoms. So if you go to a doctor and you're still complaining about a symptom that's a hypothyroid symptom and they go, ah, your thyroid's fine, I'm treating you great, it must be this, let's give you Prozac, let's give you that, you need to really go, hold on a minute. That's a doctor who hasn't treated me right because they have not eliminated all of the symptoms. So I can only say that I was like a reluctant health author. I'm really glad I became one. Um, the thing is, is that this is really my mission and is to educate everyone about this. And the more empowered you are as a patient, no matter what your issue is, uh, the more uh, it's the people that persevere that win, you know, and, and that's what I see. And so the people that end up to me that have gone to 10, 15 doctors or whatever, da, 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 they're finally with me. And now they're like, okay, I'm learning it. I realize I got to learn this. I know no one wants to, I get it. You want to just go to a doctor, help me. Please, here you go, please just, just help me. You, you, And it's really going to be a long road that way. The When you educate yourself, you're going to get better much quicker. Wow, that's fascinating. I mean, a, a lot of people suffer with health problems, but I have rarely met someone who's attacked it in the way that you have and then shared what you've learned with the world. That's a beautiful thing that you're doing. Thank you. I also just want to mention another fellow author who's a friend of mine as well. Her name, she, she did the same thing, but with MS. She wrote a book called Beat Autoimmune. Her name is Palmer Kippola. She struggled with for 20 years with MS and then she completely solved it. She's completely remission. You test her blood now, they would be like, there's no MS. So it's always possible, but 
she went outside the box and became her own expert as well and found out what worked for her. So there's plenty of people, like I, like you mentioned in the intro, I've interviewed over 500 people, I've been doing this for eight years. A lot of those are health experts. I have met so many people who have turned their situation around. And I'll just mention one more, rheumatoid arthritis, famous chef named Seamus Mullen. He cured himself of rheumatoid arthritis. He had been struggling for 12 different medications for, you know, 12 years, whatever it was, disaster, uh, total mess, told he was going to be in a wheelchair, fixed it through food, fixed it through lifestyle, off all medications is great. He also wrote a book about it. So, you know, a lot of health authors, at least the best-selling ones and the best-selling thyroid books are written by the patients, not shockingly. Um, and so, you know, a lot of us have, have gone through something that we've overcome and then we write about it and share it with everyone else. So, uh, I'm very happy to be doing this because I suffered so greatly and I know people who've suffered even longer. And I just want to hit one more point on the thyroid thing at the end. There's really only two reasons you're suffering. One is your doctor's uninformed or two, you are. There's only two reasons. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you're the uninformed one, please get on it because I have all of the things to educate you to be informed so that you can go help yourself or if you need help with me as well. Yeah. Um, point. And on the, on the note of the confidence, back to the confidence book, confident as F, um, there's a lot, there's a chapter in there called shame disables confidence. And one of the things that happened to me, and it's, you know, it's a much longer story and I talk about it in the book, but I had two health things in life that ended up being the biggest gifts I could have ever received. One was when I was 22 years old, I was in the corporate world and my hands and arms got permanently injured and I was rated at a 40% disability by the state of California. I'm still disabled. I still have this disability. I had to find a way to use my voice. Took me a long time, but here I am speaking to you, right? And I write books with my mouth. So um, that was a, a, a big stumbling block to, to that, that it kind of cratered my confidence at that time. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I will say this, the two things in life that have been the worst things that ever seemingly happened to me at the time, horrible. Oh my God, I'm cursed. How am I 22 and I'm disabled? How and how has this happened? Now I am completely shunned from 99.9% .9 of the professions in the world because I cannot use my hands eight hours a day like everyone else can. What horrible, right? That's like the worst thing that could. And then 10 years later, I get hypothyroidism and I'm like, oh my God, mm -hmm. are you kidding me? How? And here's the thing. They were both the literal best things that have ever happened in my life, I would never take them back. And you know, you hear people say that they go, I got breast cancer. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. And people go, why, how could that be? And you know, cause you find out who your friends are, you learn about yourself, you da 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 da. So many things come out of that. And also both of those tragedies gave me the best, most fun career ever. Mm. ever. And what? so, you know, what I say in my book, Confident as F is, Give it a minute because gifts come wrapped in shiz. They do. They do. You have to just give it a minute. The best gifts in life are come wrapped in shit. That's just kind of how it is. And so, um, you know, I am the example of perseverance, forging ahead. That's what I offer other people as a coach, whether it's life coaching or thyroid coaching or through my courses. Um, and I could just tell you that perseverance pays and again, there's, there's nothing that you can't overcome, you know, I mean, okay. If you're, if you're missing a limb, you're probably not going to grow one back. We get it, but most things in life you can overcome and I'm proof of it. And also proof of the tenacity and perseverance and onward and upward and failure being feedback. And these are all characteristics of confident people. And, 
you know, one of the things I love to talk about, because I am an ancestral health expert with regards to paleo, you know, nutrition and lifestyle, confidence does provide an ancestral edge, okay? It helps us navigate, you know, challenges, tasks, social situations uh, without fear, and thus it propels us in the direction of accomplishing our goals and dreams. So nowadays, though, okay, so we're not in hunter-gatherer life back in the day, nowadays, we have, it's a modern luxury to wallow in self-despair, self-pity, self-judgment, and doubt. Okay, not, this was not the case back in our hunter-gatherer ancestors' days. Life was harsh. It was unforgiving. And they kept getting challenges and were constantly, and you know what? Can you imagine them sitting there moping around like the guy didn't catch the beast that day and he's sitting there going, you know, I don't know. Should I be a hunter? I think I'm really bad at it. I don't know. What do you, no. They forged ahead, onward and upward. They may have been disappointed. They may, but they regrouped and they figured out a new solution. Okay. So they didn't see themselves as failures. All right. You know, um, so maybe disappointed, but to them, and this is where we need to get back to this, to the hunter-gatherer ancestor, a victim mentality would have been a recipe for death. Can you just imagine Joel's, <laughs> Joe is hanging out by the tainted water hole and he's crying about it. And they're like, Joe, we got to go, man. This water's bad. It just killed five of us. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no, there's no time for this. Now, <clears throat> we don't want to go back to those days where there was no human rights. And I was probably, you know, maybe I was dragged into a cave by my hair or something like that. Okay. Yes. But we do have to get back to some of this emotional mental maturity that they have over us because survival required that our ancestors regrouped and forged ahead to the next challenge even when they faced unfavorable circumstances. So yes, they did things with a purpose. Yes, had the outcome not been to their advantage, they they just accepted it and moved on or tried again later and devised an alternate plan. So people with a victim mentality, they keep thinking things are happening to them, right? The world is against them. And so this is where I really like to pull in the paleo ancestral aspects of not just like their health and what they ate, right? But their life and what they were dealing with. And we need to model a little bit of, of uh, that, uh, you know, in our lives. Oh, yeah. Well, that is such an important message. Thank you for that. And not only are you such a success in written form, but you also brought your considerable talent to the screen. You wrote the screenplay for an award-winning documentary called Headhunt Revisited. Tell yes. us how that came to be. You know, that uh, I have been practicing, you know, intention, and the power of intention for many years. And, um, you know, it was a wonderful thing. Uh, this is where, this is a great confidence story because I was already a writer. I was writing comedy and, and some stuff like that, but it, it, maybe I wrote a couple of sitcoms and uh, a few things I had never considered writing a documentary. Didn't even think about it. I happened to be at a film festival. Uh, a woman asked me what I did. I said, I was a writer. She said, Oh, I need a writer. I have spent the past seven years collecting all this footage doing this thing for this project and I, I need a writer and she said uh you know do you think you could do it now in this <laughs> moment in this moment I didn't say well I mean I've never written a documentary I guess I could figure it out I, okay I didn't say that in my mind I was already a writer and even though I had not written a documentary I had enough confidence in myself to go I have the confidence in myself that I think I'll be able to figure it out so I said Absolutely. I'd love to do it. I'd love to, I'd love to talk about it. Now that project actually took 10 years. And by the way, 
there's no money involved. You get a documentary. There's barely any money that comes back from something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really expect to get paid as a writer on these things. It's very minimal. Mm-hmm. I did it because I really believed in the project. It was about two amazing women. And it was directed and produced and edited and written by women. And it's a, a really incredible historical story. Lauren Hutton is the voiceover of the main character. We're focused on in it. Did you get to meet and, her? Huh? Did you get to meet her? No, I, I didn't. But... um. The director met her many, many times. What I had to do was take all of her voice samples and give her also prompts and things to read so that when she went into the booth, she could do the voiceover. So, you know, we were only connecting that way. Um, So, yeah, so that was really fun. And again, sometimes you go for the things that you love and do, not because they're going to give you money. Mm-hmm. That because is you love them and so half of the things I've done that I've loved I pursued I didn't make any money at but they turned into things that then eventually did give me money and wow. who wouldn't want the street cred of writing a best-selling documentary uh, award-winning documentary that is a, a wonderful film I mean who wouldn't want that I'd pay to do that as a writer right I mean you know I mean I wouldn't but you know what I'm saying so so these are the things too in life we talk about you know, pursuing dreams, having a backup plan and all this kind of stuff and what's realistic. And I can just say that I had the best backup plan. I started off with the backup plan. I was like, I'm going to go to law school. I got a job in the corporate world. I was literally making about $300,000 a year at the age of 22 before I was disabled. I had the best backup plan. You're going to have a backup plan for your backup plan? I got injured at 22. I didn't think that that was going to happen. I had the most realistic, stable thing going on. I was probably, if I hadn't gotten injured, I would have retired at the age of 35. I have three homes and 10 Porsches in the driveway, (laughs) but that's, but the, but, but so again, do it now because the biggest gift to me was getting those golden handcuffs cut off of me literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. Wow. it's tough. I had to deal with all the stuff that goes along with having a harm disability. This is the emotional stuff was terrible. And again, that's why part four in my book, Confident is F calls shame disables confidence. You could read all about that there. And there's also an audiobook of that book, which is read by me and it's really great. So the audiobook is available for confident as F as well. So the book in general takes you through sort of like, hey, how do I, how do you scrape off the barnacles of your life that have led you to this point? Some teacher told you you were garbage. A parent told you you were worth nothing. Whatever happened along your way that shot your confidence, you're going to scrape those barnacles off and get to the point where you need to embrace this for yourself. And so confidence is really the thing that has carried me through, even in the moments where it has been shattered. Wow. Wow. You are a dynamo. I mean, not only has she done all the things we've already discussed, but she's also a trained actor who did comedy with Second City. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love the Second City. So Second City, I grew up in downtown Chicago. Second City, I I went to all the shows when I was a kid. I loved Saturday Night Live. I dreamt of being that actor. And so when my arms got disabled, I thought, well, now I don't have a choice. Now I actually have to pursue this unrealistic dream I had as a kid. So I went back to the second city in Chicago, and that's how I started to pursue using my voice. Because at the time, in 1997, there was not, I'm 49 years old. So in 1997, there was not podcasts, blog, like there was nothing there, social media. There was nothing for me to like go find out stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, what do I do? You don't just do your own channel then, you know what I mean? Like now, if you've got an arm disability, you could be like, oh great, I'll start a YouTube channel and an Instagram or you could do something. So I went about it the traditional way. I went to go study acting, did sketch comedy and improv. I performed sketch comedy improv for 10 years. 
It turned me into a writer. I started to expand that. I kept following what I loved and it turned into things that then, you know, I got paid for. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. Not someone to let setbacks keep you down. You've just had this incredibly diverse um, career that is so informative to all of us. It should inform us that we don't have to stay stuck, that we can we can use our gifts in many different ways. I mean, you also, I would tell all of you to check out lross.com because she's got a great blog. She has courses. She has information about her life coaching, thyroid coaching, and free stuff too. Oh, so and I also have a free confidence masterclass and that's 90 minutes. You might just learn or, or get enough from that. And the way that I teach, and this is either with thyroid, but particularly with confidence is, you know, I, I love self-improvement, but a lot of these self-improvement books are, might well have been cut and pasted from a website. It's like acronyms, to-do lists. I teach via specific life examples, specific, because that's how you're going to relate. That's how you're going to go, oh, you know, uh, I did that. I was in that. Mm -hmm, I've been there. And so that's really most of Confident as F is me really going through specific examples of these things so that you get it. And that goes for when I'm teaching about thyroid as well, but less so. I think, you know, anyone can give you a list of action steps you can do to be confident, but unless you're really told a story that you can relate to. And so my life is filled with those stories. And so most of them are in there. And then I have a confidence course, which is 15 hours and really inexpensive. And I made that as well so that, you know, people could just jump in there and, and, and get excited and re-listen to it and, and just get in there and listen, life is short, man. And you're going to end up at the end of it going, so-and-so didn't let me do that. So it's a in a victim state, um, I know so many people my age who now kids are off to college. They've been in the corporate world for all these years. They've got the 401k in the house and they're sitting there going, what's my purpose? I don't understand what this is all for. This is such a phone in. I'm bored. I want more from life. I was forced into the unknown through the disability. And I can tell you right now that the unknown is freaking where it's at. Take the leap, take the chance. That's where it's at. It's scary. It is. Okay. But again, the faith, the pro you move. And I always say this, when you do a pro you move, you get a gift, you get a little signal, something will happen to kind of show you you did the right thing. And that doesn't matter what it is. You could finally speak up to the bully, but if you never do, you'll keep running into the problem until you finally do. And then when you do, I guarantee you, you'll get a prize to kind of keep you going and go, ah, that was the right thing to do. Boundaries, speak up, et cetera. Yes, indeed beautiful messages. I love your message. And while I'm blessed not to have any physical problems, at least right now, I think that what you're teaching has application to so many yeah. disabilities and setbacks of many kinds. So I appreciate that. And your podcast has been wild, widely successful and wildly successful. So tell our listeners about your podcast. Who, What types of guests do you focus on? So I've been podcasting for about eight to nine years. Uh, the first seven years, I was the host of Mark Sisson's podcast called The Primal Blueprint Podcast. He's my mentor, the publisher of my first book. He's a celebrity health uh, figure who also started Primal Kitchen Foods, very popular company now owned by Kraft Heinz. And so I hosted his podcast for years. Kraft Heinz bought the company and I thought, you know, I'll keep doing this, but let me go do it on my own now. And so I interview, I love interviewing people who are going to motivate, inspire, and encourage other people. So 
There are some health podcasts in there. I'm going to get some health people in there. But for the most part, it's self-help, interesting people, stories and things. Like, for example, I, I interviewed a woman recently who wrote a book. She was at the age of seven. Um, her father came in, raped her, and then murdered her mother. She was <gasps> instantly orphaned. Now you'd think, how the hell does she get through life? Then she finally gets married. She's got a great husband and she decides I'm going to adopt a foster kid because she was a foster kid from being an orphan. So she adopts a foster child. He's like five. They raise him. Everything's great. And uh, he ends up getting involved in gangs and drugs and he shoots into the wrong house and blinds a five-year-old. Now she has ruined her marriage. She's divorced. And now she's got this, this son in, I mean, look, just that story alone. How the hell do you move on from that? If you heard this woman talk, um, my gosh you know so so things like that like from something like so inspirational and just wow drudging yourself up from the deaths depths of despair and 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 just tragedy into she's one of the most positive forward thinking guests i've ever interviewed is so inspiring so from someone like her to someone who cured their disease to someone who uh you know i have psychologists on i've had marissa peer tom bilyeu Lots of interesting entrepreneurs, successful people talking about all the sort of self-improvement topics and then a few health things thrown in there. And then I also do solo episodes on some topics that, um, you know, that uh, shed light on my expertise. Wow. You do it all. My gosh. Very inspiring. I really appreciate all that you've done and continue to do to make our world a better place. Thank you. So I'd like to ask everyone the following question. What do you do to become your best version? And I guess, I mean, you've already said a lot of things that are helping you become your best version, but is there anything that you'd like to share with our listeners that you haven't already said or emphasize something you already have said? Self-examination and critical thinking. They are the two critical components to anything, success, decision-making, et cetera, you know? So the more you can hone those skills, whether it's through confidence, self-esteem, doing self-help work, self-development work, uh, that's the only thing that's really changed my life. And what exactly does that mean? What do you mean? Ch- my life changed? Or? And um, like, well, okay, well, I'll, I'll give you an example. So, so, so if you're out there and you're like, God, why do I keep, you know, running into the same awful boyfriend, every boyfriend, I gets a cheater or any pattern you see in life that you don't like, why am I always broke? Why am I always struggling to anything that you're like, why is this always happen? That's a pattern. That's a pattern. And that pattern, you need to go, wait a minute. I'm the common denominator. Let me look into that. So if it's a relationship thing, maybe you need to look into like, do you have a, an attachment style or something? You know, maybe you need to look into some psychology components there. Is it a confidence or self-esteem issue? Um, is it an education issue? You're like, you know, whatever the thing is. So, but if you see a pattern in your life, I keep getting bullied. I keep always getting these bosses that are horrible. You're the common denominator. Always. Mm-hmm. So for example, I never, I, it's very rare that I ever get bullied. It, the only time, let's see, in the past six years, I think I've had three strangers, like women at the gym kind of try to bully me for a second. They quickly found out that was a real bad decision, but, here, <laughs> here, but I'll tell you why. Like, so why don't I get bullied versus someone who's like listening and might be like, God, I, you know, I come across them all the time because I'm confident as F and I emanate and anyone listening can understand that they're emanating. I'm emanating a vibe that just people don't F with me. And if they do, they find out it's a bad move real quick. I don't even, I don't walk around in the world fearful of it at yeah. all. 
when you are though someone who's a who, who like first of all if you are someone who's bullied a lot then you're a heat seeking missile for bullies they are picking you out because of the vibration you're emanating the lack of boundaries you're drawing whatever it is all of these things are changeable so everyone's got a pattern mine used to be i'm attracting unreliable men or whatever it was that's based on my dad oh gee where'd i get that oh i had a dad that lost all of our money was sort of unreliable these we repeat patterns that are familiar to us, whether they're healthy or not. That's classic psychology. So you have to look at, again, what are the patterns in your life that you don't like? Where are they? Are they in health? Are they in business? Are they in friendships? Where are they? You know, I knew someone that kept attracting like the worst girlfriends ever. They were just mean girls constantly, but she needed to speak up and step up and she was cowering and she was a people pleaser. Well, you know, you've got to look at the fact that you're not a victim and that you have a contribution to make and a co-creative effort towards how your life's going to turn out. So if you keep seeing a pattern, stop complaining and start picking in there and getting in there and picking it apart. Wow. That is a really great message to end on. I so appreciate you taking the time to be on this podcast amidst the many other worthwhile ventures that you have going right now. I look forward to the revised version or second second edition or whatever the the next book on your thyroid journey and what you've learned contains because it is really cutting edge and so impactful and helpful. And I've just sent links to all of your stuff to one of my friends who is suffering with a thyroid condition. And I'm going to send the information about the book about um, MS to another person I love. Yes. Palmer Kippola is fantastic. And anyone, and and she all, by the way, she also is a, she's also in my thyroid course. She has an hour long expert uh, exclusive tutorial in there. Um, Her story is absolutely stunning. She also has an autoimmune course as well. So, you know, um, there's so many people that have benefited from her. Uh, I just like to mention those things right away, you know, because there's like, these are really terrible diseases out there. And if someone's listening and you know someone, please spread the word because, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You are a wealth of information, a wealth of uh, inspiration. And I'm really lucky that you had time to fit me in for today. Oh, thank thank you you so much. Appreciate what you're doing. And thanks for providing me a platform to to talk about it. So go to lross.com and look at the show notes and connect with her on, she's on all the social media channels and she has a lot to offer. Thank you again. And we'll see you next week. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 